Welcome, kids, to episode 375 of Canada's Pinball Podcast, the only pinball podcast that has survived a helicopter crash into Jurassic Park. So on this episode, we are, of course, going to talk and give my impressions of Jurassic Park, the new Stern pinball game. Uh, We've seen high-res image now. We've seen video, but before I do that, I want to do a little rundown of what's going on in the pinball world elsewhere and make all of you kids wait a little bit to hear my Jurassic Park point of view, all right? So let's go down real quickly what's happening in the pinball world and get right to it. So American Pinball is teasing game number three on Facebook by putting up pictures of keys yes keys like someone over there has like car keys and house keys and and that's how they're teasing game number three and i don't know about you but i think this company needs to take a long look in the mirror and realize that why aren't they still trying to sell us oktoberfest isn't that the game on the line and game number three will not be revealed until ironically October right when are they gonna reveal it at uh, you know pinball expo so I'm just scratching my head now I did hear something some mumblings in the grapevine and in the inner circles of the pinball like chats that not everything is roses over there at American pinball and there's some dissension happening um, within the team and people aren't that happy about how Davo and Nermal are running the company so take that for what it's worth, uh, but I think these guys continue to not understand how to sell a damn thing. Okay, let's go on to Chicago Gaming Company and Monster Bash LE are still not fully uh, out. Like they have not made all of the games and shipped them to consumers. And this has been a long time waiting for people to get their Monster Bash LEs. I don't know what the issue is. I really don't. I, I, it's probably something to do with a vendor or parts or getting something you know, into the factory. Uh, but if you ordered a Monster Bash LE, it's been a long wait for a lot of you. So you have to have a lot of patience. But the good news is the patience is worth it. Now the question then becomes, uh, has this delay delayed everything else for them like when are we going to see cactus canyon which is the next title i'm hearing cactus canyon might not even come out next year that's that's what i'm hearing that it, it's there this delay is really put them far behind uh in terms of their schedule and and their release schedule so who knows uh, i i don't think it'll be two years from now i do think we'll see cactus canyon next year uh but i do think it's going to be later in the year uh, if I had to guess, I would say the earliest we would see it is uh, Texas Pinball Festival. All right. Spooky Pinball. Did you see this crazy story at Spooky Pinball that some guy opens up his Alice Cooper Nightmare Castle uh, and, and to find that the latch on the coin door was broken, that the screw had broken, and he gets all upset and, and takes it as a personal offense, goes on to Pinside, starts slandering Spooky. Chuck is nothing but a stand-up guy and ultimately offers the guy to take the game back, which he does. The guy sends the game back all because of a silly latch bolt on the coin door was broken. And that just came faulty from the manufacturer of the coin door it's not even spooky's fault i can't believe it now the funny thing that's occurring 
people are uploading photos of their latches on their coin doors when they open up their new inbox. What a baby. Get out of pinball. What a loser to do that. Complain about something like that. I mean, come on. Seriously. Uh, Good news for Alice Cooper fans. Uh, If you have one, Chuck said that they are going to continue to polish and work on the code, and there's a lot more coming in the game. So I think that's exciting a lot of people um, who love the game. Uh, but are also excited to see more uh, stuff added to the game experience itself. So uh, I'm, I'm seeing nothing but happy customers in the Alice Cooper world. Uh, so that question for Spooky becomes, when will we see Scott Denisi game number two? I think there's a good chance we might see Scott Denisi game number two at Expo this year. I really do. I don't think it's going to have to wait all the way until... Uh, TPF. I think those are the two shows that are, are, are most likely to be the, the reveal moment. Uh, I will say this. I don't think they're going to show Scott's game until they're sort of near the end of production on Alice Cooper. And they are definitely going to make all of the Alice Coopers by the end of the year. Um, but will October, November be the right time? Uh, I think they want to get the timing right. I think Charlie was pretty embarrassed by how long it took people to get their Alice Coopers. Remember, it was almost a year later uh, between reveal and shipment uh, on that title, and that that wasn't smart, and he knows that, and I think they're getting better with each title, and I think uh, you're not going to see Scott's game until it's pretty much on the line and ready for people to, uh, to buy. Okay, Dutch Pinball. Everyone's favorite topic, Dutch Pinball. Uh, the, the report is that Barry has opened up a few of the ARA games that they have been stored in a temperature-controlled room and that the games are perfect. That's what I'm hearing. Now, look, the only person who's giving <clears throat> sorry, giving us this report is Barry himself, a known liar. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Uh, someone mentioned this, and I kind of agree that someone from Cointaker, someone should be over there overseeing these games or inspecting them before Cointaker pays this guy money to get the games. I, I think there's a trust issue here that is very valid, and I would be very nervous just to take his word for it, but that is the report. Or even if Cointaker doesn't send someone over themselves, just contact someone who lives over there to be a representative of Cointaker to validate the condition of these games. I think that's more than fair. And I also know that Cointaker has been talking to ARA. So maybe ARA has someone who can sit with Barry and, and look over the games and make sure because they built the games. They'll, they'll know if, if the games, if everything looks right, if there's no you know corrosion or stuff like that or scratches, uh, you know, visual inspection uh, is in order. All right. And then the debate continues to rage on about whether or not Cointaker should have gone to the early achiever list and let those individuals who are on the Dutch pinball early achiever list uh, have the chance to buy the game before they opened it up to other consumers. And the, the reality is there's just no fair way to do this. What, what do you do? You go down the numerical order of EAs and give them a shot at it before. It, it just all would have been messy. You would have had EAs screaming that it's not fair that earlier EAs got in and they didn't. Uh, it's, it's a lose-lose situation. It was never going to be fair. And uh, people who moved quickly, they'll get their Lebowskis. 
Uh, I just look forward to seeing when these games arrive and people unbox them and see what condition they're in and, and, and go from there. All right, and, and I think that should happen somewhat soon because these are going DHL air freight, which means four to five days from the moment DHL picks it up, it's going to be at someone's home. All right, let's go on to Jersey Jack Pinball. Uh, Willy Wonka Ellie's are shipping. People are unboxing them, and they look beautiful. Uh, there's there's no denying that this game is beautiful to look at. It's gorgeous. The blue powder coat, I think, really pops. This, finally, some nice side cabinet artwork with the LEs. Yes, it's not perfect cabinet artwork. It's not hand-drawn the way some people might like it. Uh, but the game looks good. There's no denying seeing a Jersey Jack limited edition game like this in a lineup, especially in a lineup. When you see someone who has like all the Jersey Jack games lined up, hard to hard to deny that that's not a sexy lineup of pinball machines to own. Okay. Now speaking of Willy Wonka, still not seeing the collector's edition. And at some point, Jack needs to show people what this thing is going to be, especially because right now, especially with Jurassic Park and other games coming out, right now people are deciding where to put their money. And collector edition orders, uh, those people have no idea what they're getting. An interesting thing someone found in the menu system of Willy Wonka uh, was that there is an option for under cabinet LED lighting, uh, which is not available on the standard or the limited edition games. So people are speculating uh, if that will be another addition that Jack puts into the collector's edition uh, to sort of give more value to those customers. Now, speaking of Jersey Jack games for sale, a few Pirates of the Caribbeans have popped up for sale. There is a $11,500 LE for sale on Pinside, and a collector's edition just popped up for $15,000. So the prices continue to increase on this game, uh, the speculation being that they will not make more. Even though Jack says they are going to make more, I think people are banking on the fact that if they do make more, it is going to be a long time from now. And I don't want to wait and take the risk. Okay, who else is in the conversation? You know, I see this thread pop up over and over again, and that's Deep Root. And I just have to say that nothing is of value in the thread. The thread is terrible. There is nothing to discuss. There is nothing to talk about. If I were to give Robert some advice, and I've always said stay, stay, stay quiet until you have something. And we're not going to see games until November. Uh, but it's almost August, September, October. So they got like four months to go before these guys have to show something. Uh, would I give people something to nibble on and chew on by now? Probably something just to keep this company a little bit in the conversation in the right way. Like we saw that Raza trailer. Why not show maybe just one little thing? One little thing of magic. It doesn't even have to be from Raza. Just something you have that is going to make people say, maybe I should wait. But you know what? I, I think with all of these new games coming out and all the money going into like Wonka and into Jurassic Park and you know Elvira is going to be next and Guns and Effin' Roses, right? I think Deep Root's going to have a really hard time breaking into the pinball market. I mean, I'm not even talking about like, is Kingpin going to be available by then? You know, all these things are happening and I just keep thinking, I just can't help but think 
that they're not going to blow people away the way they have set the expectations and if it's just, you know, a little bit I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how they find the white space. I'm curious to see what they do. Uh, they've raised the bar in our minds of what they're going to deliver. I can't, I have to imagine the pressure over there is tremendous, okay? Now, on to the main event, Jurassic Park. We finally have HD visuals of the game. We finally have a video in which the game is being flipped by Keith Elwin. Uh, and I want to give you my opinions about the game. And I want to talk about uh, how I feel. Do I feel this is an innovative game? Do I feel it's a breakthrough title for Stern? Do I think they knocked it out of the park? Do I think it's going to sell well? Do I think it's going to hurt Willy Wonka sales? Do I think the LEs are going to sell out? All those will be answered right now uh, by your host, Canada. All right, so here's the thing. I don't know where to quite start with this other than to say, let's start with what this game is. This game, if you haven't figured it out by now, is not based on the Jurassic Park movie. It's not really based on the book either because for you dingbats out there, the movie is very closely based on the book. There are some differences. This is not either of those. This is a brand new Jurassic Park adventure, okay? It's, that's why there are not movie clips in it. That is why it is not the same narrative as the film. This is an entirely new adventure. Stern will tell you that. And I think you have to look at the game like that. Now, we can critique whether or not we think that was the right move to make, okay? Now, for some of you out there who wanted the game based on the movie you love, this is not going to deliver you that. Now, do I think that is a, a good mistake or, or sorry, good move or not, or it's a mistake? Look, this is just Stern's decision. Obviously, obviously licensing the first movie was more expensive than doing this. It probably wasn't impossible to license the first movie, but I heard for them to do that, they would have had to negotiate rights to all the different actors in that movie individually which would be expensive and extremely difficult. And you know Stern, they're not going to do that. They, and they don't need to do that to sell a Jurassic Park pinball machine. Okay, so it's an entirely new adventure, and I got this wrong. His name's Nedry, not Nerdy, right? I, I, I'm such an idiot. I think I'm dyslexic. Anyway, so this adventure is all about Nedry, and you're sort of battling against him I think he's freed the dinosaurs on his mission to, to sort of like steal them. I don't know exactly the story, but obviously his computer system controls the dino cages. And so, and I think they have uh, the actor who played Nedry. I think his name is, you know, something Knight. He's going to provide call outs in the game. Uh, we didn't see many animations yet in the video. So that is what this game is. Okay. So I think you have to start there. Because if you start there, then things start to make sense about what you're seeing on the play field. I don't think it's going to impact sales too badly. I think that people just love Jurassic Park. I think they love dinosaurs. And I think they're going to uh, welcome a new Jurassic Park adventure with open arms. Uh, and I think it, it's, it is what it is. And, and I think people are just happy 
that it's not Jurassic World. I, I think that's where most people will fall when it comes to this. All right, so let's talk about the game. And the game looks, I think the game looks loaded. All right, I, I, I don't know how you look at this game and, and are not like smiling from ear to ear, just saying like, wow, there's a lot in this game and there's a lot to shoot at in this game. Um, we're going to talk a lot about the man behind the layout of this game. Uh, but let, when people think there's not a lot in this game, I mean, this game has 11 main shot lanes. If you look at it, you've got the control room, the raptor cage, the tower, the left orbit, the T-Rex, the spitter, the truck spinner, um, the amber pop lane, the right ramp, the right orbit, the right scoop. There's other targets. There's a lot in this pinball game. There's a lot, okay? So anyone who thinks that there's not a lot going on in this game, I don't know. There is a lot to shoot at. Here's the other part. And here's where I think, you know, this game is going to stand apart in, in a lot of ways. This game does not look like it's going to be a clunk fest. It doesn't look like shots are too tight. It looks like it's going to be a ton of fun to shoot. And I think people felt the same way about Iron Maiden. Now, when I want, I want to give my let's let's talk about the artwork. Then I want to go back to the game. Um, you know, we said on the last podcast that the artwork first looked like Oktoberfest. No, it's not Oktoberfest bad. It's not Stern's best. But then I looked at the old Data East um, version of Jurassic Park, and this art package is nothing more than a complete throwback to that game. I mean, go look at the Data East Jurassic Park. It is identical the way they have the island in the middle with the inserts. I mean, they with with Nedry off to the left, they basically made a modern version of that playfield. And so, uh, what I'm curious to see this game in person is this. How bright are these colors? Because when you watch the Keith Ellen video, all the colors seem dark and muted. I mean, he looks like he's playing it in a black hole, and the colors don't pop. But then when I look at the IGN high-res HD images, they pop incredibly well, and the game comes to life in a, in a, in a, in a cornucopia of bright Jurassic Park-like colors that has me really excited. I mean, I'm looking at... Uh, the Ellie right now, and the colors with these, you know, the art blades on the side with the jungle and the T-Rex head and all the different, you know, blues and greens and reds and yellows and oranges. I mean, this game looks freaking awesome. It does. It, it This is a world under glass. I cannot have a pinball podcast in which I constantly complain about a world under glass and then look at this game and say it doesn't deliver what I want. If you 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 have to be blind not to see the Jurassic Park world come to life under the glass of this game, okay? Now, but here is something I want to say. And then we're going to get to, you know, the the design, the layout and Keith. Here's something I want to say about the game though. The game looks incredible, but when you put it next to like Willy Wonka, I I have to say this. Stern Games, the one thing they're now missing, okay? They're missing polish. And what I mean what I mean by polish is like things that could be sculpted aren't sculpted. Right, things that could look a little bit better, they look cheap. And there's still a lot of stuff in these games that just, you know, like the the guard tower, 
Look at it. It's like they couldn't make a sculpt of that. It's got to be pieces of plastic with screws. You know, there's just elements of these games where, you know, the helicopter with the helicopter blades and they just, it's like cheap plastic. And, and, you know, they, why? Like, why do I look at Alice Cooper Nightmare Castle and I see these incredible molds in the game and yet there's nothing really molded to, you know, everything just looks, even like the, 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 the Raptor toy, it just looks like a $3 toy put in the game. And I, and, and I, I don't think this is nitpicking. I, I, I think that there is a level of just cheapness when I look at these games and I think Stern could go further in, in uh, giving us more in these games, especially in the premium and LE variants of the game. You know, but here's the here's the saving grace is that when I look at this game, I'm also like, while wow, the mod community is going to have a field day, I can see Yellow Bird doing backflips all the way to Jurassic Park. I mean, they're going to make mods up the wazoo to fix every single part of this game that could look better, right? And so that that's going to be, uh, you know, a, an awesome thing to see as these modders get their hands on this game and start to remove out the cheap-looking stuff and put nicer stuff into the game. Uh, but I think it's a fair point. You know, I put up on my Facebook post, the amount of screws that Stern has in a game is just embarrassing. Like, everything's got screws through it. Everything. It's like they... You know, the, the T-Rex is like, there's a screw right in the middle of his mouth, like on the sling plastic, and they couldn't sculpt something to go up there, have it look a little nicer, uh, maybe little dinosaurs, sort of like the way we got little Lord of the Rings figures on, you know, back in the day. I don't know. There's just things they could do. Uh, you know, even when I look at the pop bumpers, I'm like, they, those couldn't be more of like the amber, uh, you know, you know, almost looking like, you know, like in the alien pinball machine, they sculpted the eggs on the pop bumpers. We couldn't have gotten nicer sculpts there. So look, maybe that's nitpicking. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, but I think uh, I would like to see Stern go a little bit further. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they're just like, people will mod this stuff. Let's just get it out the door. Uh, but, but I would like to see more polish in the game. All right. So that being said, one of the big things people were talking about was the T-Rex. Now, first of all, let's just talk about, you know, the main things we saw in the video, the T-Rex, the spinning truck, which looks like it's, it's, it's got a captive ball. And then there's a ball that's stuck to the truck. It looks like it's pooping out a pinball and it spins around and hits the captive ball. Uh, George Gomez on Facebook actually told us why uh, they are using that truck, which is not the Jeep or not the Ford Explorer. He said, and I want to read his comment, most fun job in the world, period. I lead the premier pinball design studio. I, I lead the premier pinball design studio in the world. I love Jeep. We'll own a 20 um, Jeep. I love Ford. I tinker with a Resto Mod 69 Mach 1 on weekends. Sorry, folks. Cannot get those brands in our game. So I personally got to design this. Way fun. First world problem. I'm sorry I disappointed fans of the amazing JP Iconic vehicles, but I love designing this to help the boys out. They nicknamed it GMC, Gomez Motor Company. All right, so first I want to say I love when Stern just tells us the stories behind the games, right? Doesn't it just make you feel stupid then if you complain about it not being in there? Like it was a licensor issue. Like they had to go to Jeep or go to Ford and they had to license those vehicles and pay money to put everyone in the game. And again, like 
This company designs to a bomb. We know that. It's why they're in business. It's why they make money. It's why they can give us new pinball machines every three to four months. And yes, I think they could give us more, but not knowing what it would have cost to put those into the game, uh, I, I don't know what you do. Like, it is what it is. I think it is cool that Gomez designed this truck now, right? We know who the designer is. Um, I still think people will mod the games and swap in the licensed trucks that we remember from the films. Uh, it might look a little weird because this truck does appear in the artwork on both the cabinet and the playfield, and so to remove it, you might be removing some of the continuity of the game design. Uh, the T-Rex head. Okay, this one is amazing. So people have been complaining about the fact that when the T-Rex moves from side to side, there's a, a gap appears behind his neck, and you can see the mechanism and the zip tie, and it's like that moment of magic is spoiled. And and some people were saying, well, maybe we should make like an accordion-like sleeve, kind of like the stuff that goes between the monorail cars at Disney World, and we should put the accordion sleeve behind his neck so that you can't see the mechanisms. And then people are like, T-Rexes don't have accordion sleeve turtlenecks that they wear. And the whole thing is silly. Uh, look, I think that if that bothers you, uh, I don't know, like someone will mod something though, and someone will mod something to go there that looks better than an accordion sleeve. It will look like it's an extension of the dinosaur. This is again why I love the community, but the sculpt itself looks really cool. And the other part that is awesome is that this thing, it, it picks up the ball. It, it, it can uh, put it back down on, you know, one of the wireform ramps or wireforms, or it can, I love the part where it throws it. It just throws the ball onto the play field, which then has led people to be like, well, it's going to dimple my play field. And I, I can't wait to how, how long before I get horrible dimples from the T-Rex. Oh my God. I think this toy is really cool. I think it looks freaking awesome. I, I think it's reason enough for me to upgrade from a premium or sorry, from a pro to a premium or an LLE. Uh, you know, the Raptor cage looks cool. Uh, you know, the truck, well, you know, it does nothing for me. The helicopter blades, eh. But I'll say this. Uh, I think the game looks loaded. I think it looks fun as hell to shoot. And here's, here's the main point I want to make about Jurassic Park. And I, I hope, you know, you agree. You might not. But I think what we're witnessing here is very simple. I think we are witnessing what I believe to be the best designer in pinball making his second game. And I think Keith Elwin understands how to make pinball unlike anyone else designing games right now. And what I mean by that is that I think Keith is a gamer and a player and he understands a few things. He understands how to create satisfying shots, but I also think he designs a game with a vision Right, I talk about this a lot in this show. I think he has a vision of how he wants the game rules to be. I think he has a vision of what those rules are and how you're going to progress through the game. And then he designs the game to have the shots that bring those rules to life in a really interesting way. And then he develops a game in which there's all these incredible shots, incredible combos, and it's incredibly fun to sort of see a Keith Elwin game come to life because it doesn't feel cookie cutter. I think he looks at the play field differently than a lot of the other Stern designers and I think he does stuff that makes the experience so much more interesting 
than a lot of the other pinball designers out there. And I have to say, like, 11 shots, you've got, and we didn't even talk about, like, the posts that come up that stop the ball that are going to be really interesting for multi-balls and other things happening in the game. Uh, there's a there's two posts on the left side of the game that come up. You know, it's it, it's like I think this guy is now in my book the most valuable pinball designer uh, in the world, and I think you should take a bow because I do. I think this game is going to be one hell of a shooter, and I think that he's 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 the new king to me. I mean, he is the new king. I mean, nothing against Steve Ritchie, but I think it's, I've said it. I think it's time, like, Steve kind of retires. Like, he got his shot with Black Knight. Look how much more interesting the shots and the layouts are on Jurassic Park than on Black Knight, right? And, and I think Stern, imagine if Stern handed their premier titles, okay? Their premier titles, like Star Wars, like Game of Thrones, Imagine if those games were made by Keith Elwin, and that's what I'm really excited about is that I think anything Keith Elwin touches now is going to have a real special touch to it, and it's going to, in a way, he reminds me a little bit like like John Trudeau, not any of the bad elements of John Trudeau, but I mean, Keith gets really creative, but he also is so much better than John Trudeau because he doesn't make crappy clunky too tight shots or have dumb flipper gaps you know he makes a game that people who love playing pinball will love to shoot he then makes a game in which it has a rule set that people that love like you know the way games are coded will love the way the game connects to the shots I again like I think he has it all in his head and he does it so it seems seamless but I just think it's a gift and I think he has it and I want to just say um, hats off to the man because uh, it, you know, this doesn't feel like just a cookie cut or another version of Iron Maiden. This feels like in a completely new experience. And I think the other thing he does in the game, if you look at his layout, it's not just so much like north to south shots. Like he has so much of the game is also creating interesting loops and shots from east to west or left to right. And, and, I, and I love that about playing Keith's games is that he makes the most out of what's inside the game. You know, and then I was like trying to think like, well, what shoots better? What looks more interesting, Jurassic Park or Willy Wonka, right? Who's better? Who gave us a better design, Pat Lawler or Keith Elwin? It's hard to tell. I'll tell you why it's hard to tell. I haven't played it, right? It'd be stupid for me to get up here and say, yeah, Jurassic Park shoots better than Willy Wonka. I've played Willy Wonka. It's super smooth. It's buttery smooth. It shoots great. I'm not going to take anything away from Pat Lawler. Um, I do think there's more to shoot at. I do think there's more to shoot at in Jurassic Park, um, but I'm really excited to jump on both machines. I mean, what a great time to be in live in pinball as a pinball buyer when we get to compare these two machines coming out at around the same time and you get to choose which one is more fun, which one you'll enjoy more. Uh, I think these two games are are incredible games to have the opportunity to buy in 2019 and that should be exciting to everybody. Uh, but I think Keith Elwin is Stern's new rock star. What I would love to see one day, love to see it, is Keith Elwin paired up with Lyman Sheets. Please, Stern, do that for us. And I hope they make something like Stranger Things together or Jaws or Big Trouble in Little China. I always threw that in there. Uh, but did you see like Jack Danger's He-Man Masters of the Universe? I don't care. Just give those two gentlemen, give them a game 
give them a year. Well, Lyman always needs two, but give them time and give them your A themes from now on. And, you know, I, I think Stern also will get to the point where, you know, they're going to have to get new designers. I think some of these guys, you know, Keith is raising the bar. And I know it's all one big family over there, but man, he's he's on top. He's on top. Okay. So what else do I want to talk about? Do I think the Ellie's will sell out of this game? Um, 500 Jurassic Park limited edition games. Keith Elwin, I think if the game is fun to shoot, yes, of course they'll they'll sell out. Will they sell out overnight? I don't. I, I the reason why I don't think it it will is is that it's not based on the movie. I think more people are going to want to flip it to make sure they enjoy it. Uh, and I also think another thing is happening. We didn't really talk about this. The, the Stern pros now, I mean, goddamn, they're they're like pretty jam-packed as well. Like they're not taking as much out of the pros as they used to. And also they're just more in them. Like if there's a lot more in the game in general, then there's going to be a lot more in the pro. And I think a lot of people are going to have just fun with the pro. So you get a lot of people who just, you know, that's like 5500 bucks, 5700 bucks. Like you can save yourself almost $4,000 and not lose too much. And I keep seeing people say like the LE for what it is, for how much more it is than the premium, are you getting your money's worth? And I, you know, look, I don't know. I haven't seen it. It doesn't come with a topper, which sucks. I think LEs need to come with a topper. Um, George Gomez also did design a, a, a shooter knob that has the amber, you know, the mosquito trapped inside the amber and that knob lights up, which is really cool. I mean, Stern is really putting some cool attention to detail things in the game. I love George Gomez's sketches. Have you seen his like sketches? It, it, the man is like Da Vinci in, in I, I would I would there it's like artwork looking at his concepts. I I would love to just flip through his sketchbook one day and just see all the different kinds of pinball ideas uh, that he's been jotting down. Um, okay, so I, I think the LEs will sell out. Overall, overall, I think this is going to be a sales juggernaut for Stern. I do. I think this game is going to sell like hotcakes. I think they have a hit on their hands. And I've said it, like I think last year the games weren't that great. I think this game is the beginning of what I believe is going to be a 12-month Stern-like domination where they are just going to keep coming out with hit after hit and look I want the games to have more polish but am I going to look at this game and find a lot to nitpick no I I can't really do that I'm happy this game exists I look forward to flipping it I look forward to shooting it I think hats off to Stern for creating a Jurassic Park game that looks like a lot of fun. I think this game is going to sell for a very long time. And and that's my take on it. And some things, I could bitch about some things here and there. But overall, when I look at the pictures, I start to smile. I want to play it. I'm in a good mood. It looks like a fun pinball machine. What up? What? You know, it's like that's where I'm out on it. And add on it and I also love the fact that it's no drama this game will ship to people in 45 days uh and and that'll be it Stern will make the game they'll stand behind it and you you, if you want it you can have it and you can get it easily there's no drama I I mean I just love that about it and you know hopefully uh uh, you know the play field won't dimple too bad and there won't be any crack things here and there but you know what it's like it's it's a good time to be following pinball and I just have to say 
you know, for the rest of the companies out there, it's going to get harder and harder. You've got to make magic. You know, American Pinball, I, I, you know, I say this with all honesty, it, you need to knock it out of the park. Like, you can't just tease us with keys. And when, like, the, these guys are all raising the bar. You poke the bear. Stern has woken up. Stern continues to, like, put more in the game. And they're going to continue to keep putting more in games. And then everyone else is going to, like, struggle if this is what they're doing, you know? And, look, um, imagine... It's it's weird. Stern's going a little bit upmarket, and Jersey Jack is pulling some stuff out of games. So they're they're meeting somewhere in the middle now. Like the Jersey Jack games, you know, Willy Wonka does not have like that much more in it. It still looks. I mean, you have to stand over a Wonka if you haven't. If you still put a Willy Wonka next to a Jer- you know Jurassic Park LE, you're still gonna see the increased level of polish in Wonka. You just are. Because, you know, the one thing that I would say is my, probably the biggest complaint about Jurassic Park is the lighting in the game. I mean, look at the light show in Willy Wonka. Jurassic Park, stern stern light shows, they need to work on that next. Like, the GI is not great. Like, you're not getting, uh, you know, full RGB LED, like, light shows. Like, it, there's something about the light shows that, I don't know, they're they're kind of lackluster, and I love a good light show in a pinball machine. All right, but that's it. I'm going to let you guys have your Saturday back. That's my take on uh, Jurassic Park, okay? I uploaded a funny trailer of Jurassic Park with Keith playing. If you go to Canada Pinball on Facebook, you can see it there. I think someone posted it on Pinside. And, you know, let people be excited, but also let people, if they want to critique the game, critique the game. I saw a lot of people just trying to shut down any criticism or critique of the game on Pinside. Some guy on my Facebook page was moaning about, you know, if you complain about a company, they'll just go away and then we don't have, don't have anything. Look, we're allowed to give our feedback on a game. Like, do not live in a world in which, you know, you, you hold back how you really feel about something because of the pressure of people that only want to cheerlead everything. Uh, but I think there's a lot to cheerlead in this game. I think Mr. Gomez, Mr. Elwin, uh, and Mr. Johnny Crap, <laughs> the artist. I think Stern should be proud of this game. I think they are proud of this game. I, I think people are going to have a lot of fun playing this game. I think it's going to be a, a, you know, it's going to take sales away a little bit from Willy Wonka for sure. Uh, but I think they're both great games. And I recommend that all of you spend time on both of the games and see which one you love more and and buy the one that really excites you uh, because ultimately the game that's more fun to shoot that has more of like the engagement and immersion is going to uh, is going to excite you more and you you'll get past the screws you'll get past the artwork and you'll really just want the experience that is the best right all right everyone have a great day we'll be back with more Canada's pinball podcast this week later yeah.